Inside the Cave. Say inside the cave, man, y'all. That's what I'm going to support from people. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it makes me Y'all don't know now. I'm saying it right now. Inside the cave is amazing. Don't, don't. Uh, thank y'all for being a major outlet to a lot of people who need that. You're on inside the number the one cave. show inside the cave. Inside the cave. David, this show is <laughs> <laughs> great. Turn around and interview you for having the best podcast in the nation. Preach. You would not believe it. You <laughs> would not believe it. You have to listen. You're about to go inside the cave. The cave. <laughs> With CB, Joe Dirt. Dog, International D, said Philly Bell, Cousin Lamar, and Cat inside the cave. Let's do it, yo. Then it's on. All right, welcome back inside the cave, thecavepodcast.com. Like us on Facebook, Inside the Cave. Follow us on Instagram, Inside the Cave, and subscribe to us on iTunes. I need everybody to subscribe to us on iTunes, Inside the Cave Podcast, and like us on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and make sure you go to us on SoundCloud. Everybody, shout out to everybody listening to us on SoundCloud. Those numbers look excellent. So, Follow us on SoundCloud. We will follow you back. And shout out to everybody listening to us everywhere. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and the TuneIn app. Google us, and you will find us everywhere. Shout out to 3Lee Films. Go to our YouTube page, and you could be able to see clips of this show and other shows and Cave Crushes on our YouTube page, Inside the Cave. Podcast. I am CB at I'm the Real CB. Next to me always is the host of the Dirt Sheets, Joe Dirt. What up, everybody? Everywhere. Also in in the house today, playing the role of Sean, the engineer is Frugal Tips Veli Vel. Yo, what up, everybody listening? Thanks yeah. for tuning in. International lovers back. International D, how you feel, brother? I'm doing good, fellas. I'm doing good. Ready to get this on. The beautiful, the lovely. She handles email. Uh, sorry, she handles rumors, complaint. Oh no, she doesn't. What does she handle? You know, she handles news and all that other good stuff. Cat is back without the robe. What's what, up, Cat? What do you handle? Everybody. And he handles rumors, complaints, and everything else. You got something you want? You like about the show? Make sure you email us at Inside the Cave Podcast and attention it to him. Cousin Lamar. Cuz, what's up, brother? Yo, what's up, everybody? What's going on? How you feeling, man? Hey, not too bad, man. Not bad at all. All right, all right, all right, all right. Got anything you want to tell us? Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> Latrice from Dallas got a message for Big Dog. Uh, <laughs> no, he said, hey, tell Big Dog the South has more than just trap music. Why don't you play some R&B? Get some R&B on there. Uh, yeah, well, I, I agree with Latrice, but you know, Big Dog is a... Uh, a southern trap boy he don't want to let his past go so we're going to have to deal with that sorry about that latrice latrice is called country rap tunes for a reason latrice okay <laughs> not country r&b tunes it's country rap tunes okay thank you i'm on latrice's side i get sick of hearing that bumpity bump boobity boop and all that stuff pussy this and big booty this and all that I, come on come on big dog do a little better than that 
Big Dog will be here later on with the country rap tune of the week, as well as said. We got a big show today. Uh, we told you about it. Um, Attorney Tiffany Simmons will be on later on to answer emails. And uh, <laughs> good job by Cousin Lamar vetting all that stuff out because we have a lot of good emails uh, for Attorney Tiffany Simmons to answer. But let's get into this. Start this show off the right way with Kill Yourself and Start Over. The first segment, The A Block. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. All right, who you got, Joe? Uh, well, I got Cat Williams. I know a lot of people <laughs> probably got Cat Williams. Yep. After starting the fight and getting your ass whooped by a little boy <laughs> and uh, all the shit you've been talking, yeah. you need to kill yourself and start over, yeah. Cat. All right. all right. I think I agree with you. I think everybody agree with you on that one. Who you got, Veli Vell? Um, like Joe said, everybody could go with Cat Williams. I'm going to go political, and I'm going to give it to uh, Ben Carson. <laughs> oh, Ben Carson? Excuse me. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Ben Carson. And, uh, shout out Whoopi Goldberg for going in on him on The View. Okay, why do you want Ben Carson to school me on that? Uh, I mean, he wants to support the Trump. Yeah. Why? You know, is it because, uh, is it for personal gain? Or do he really believe what Trump's going to, you know? What he stand for? Well, the good thing about Ben Carson, if he he's a surgeon, if he if anybody could kill himself and start over, it would be Ben. <laughs> All right, who you got, uh, international lover? I'm gonna follow Billy Belly, excuse me, and uh, go with political. Wow. I'm gonna give it to the 78 year old man who decided to hit a protest at the the Trump rally, and I was dumbass got locked up for it. Now he got. <laughs> I ain't gonna go. See, he ain't got that much longer to live. So, I mean, if he kill himself, y'all gonna have a full life. But still, he need to kill himself and start over. Hey, good, good point, D. Who you got, Cat? Oh, I don't have anybody this week, honey. I was at peace with the Earth this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's what we love about you, Cat. Who you got, Cuz? Man, I got I got Rob Kardashian for you, man. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've seen the recent pictures or seen the, the tabloids about him and uh, uh, Black China's uh, son. <laughs> you know, he, he playing a <laughs> he playing a simp role. You know, going to take him to Toys R Us, and uh, yeah, he need, he need to kill himself and start over for that. Oh man, so you telling me this man can't just look out for uh, his girlfriend's baby? Why is, is, is it his nephew or his, his step baby? Right. That's his step nephew or stepson, though. Yeah. All right, well, <laughs> us at Inside the Cave, we love the kids. All right, for me this week, uh, I'm not for sure who is uh, International D's Uga of the Week this week, but I will say this uh, everybody who was watching and participating in Love and Hip Hop New York. Uh, I heard a lot of ratchet stuff going down on that show this week. So uh, Peter Guns and Cardi B, although we love Cardi B and I'm still trying to figure out what that mouth do. I keep hearing about that. Uh, all you p- people that watch that show and participate on that show, kill yourself and start over. We got too much of that trash in the world today. And that's a bad representation of the black community. So everybody on Love and Hip Hop New York, kill yourself and start over. And one more thing. Guys, we are in the comedy section. I keep getting emails or complaints and text messages about some of the stuff we say. We are in the comedy section. Do not take us so seriously. You know what they call people like you guys? Marks. All right. (laughs) Anybody that stands up and believes every single thing that comes out from a podcast, you're a mark. Go to Vegas, 
sit at the fucking card table, count cards, and be a mark to the dealer, all right? Because that's what you guys are to our show. We love you listening, but you're a mark if you believe every single thing and take us that serious. I mean, Jesus Christ. Only thing you could take us serious about on this show is that International D does not like black women. Everything else is just a joke on this show, all right? <laughs> How you feel about that, D? <laughs> <laughs> Can you speak for me, please? Fuck you. Sorry. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I wasn't listening, y'all. My bad. Are you serious? Oh my god. Ah, see, you're really a part of the show now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't <laughs> listen to it throughout the show either. Nah, just that's okay, okay. You just like the rest of them. Don't nobody listen. That's what up. All right, cool. Let's get into this. We got a good show this week, but let's start it off. We haven't did this in a long time. It's called CB's Quote of the Week. CB's Quote of the Week. You can fool some of the people some of the time. Most of the people most of the time. You gotta beat the man! But you can't fool all of the people all of the time. I am the greatest! Inside the cave with CB. CB's quote of the week this week comes from Miss Ann Tripp. Ann Tripp is a news correspondent for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And I was listening to her and she said that the month of March, and I quote, is Women's History Month. Did you guys know that? Yeah. I had no idea. And see, us at Inside the Cave, we get a bad rep around here. Like, we don't appreciate women Mm because we got segments like Uga of the Week Uh. and, and guys like International D who always talks crazy about women on this show and stuff like that. And then, of course, because of the innuendos we made towards our co-host last week, courtesy of Veli Vell. Oh, uh, me? Really? Yeah. <laughs> we get a bad rap like we don't respect women. So I say this week, because it is women's and it's, this month is almost over with, let's give a shout out to all the most respectful, reputable women that has changed all of our lives. Superhead. <laughs> that's oh. what you're going with? Oh, my bad. That's what you <laughs> You wonder why we get a bad rep. <laughs> All right. Hey, you want to go first, Joe? Sure. Uh, I got a couple. Go ahead. But it's more than just one woman. Go ahead. Okay, so the first is uh, In Vogue. In Vogue, yeah. With that video giving them something you can feel. Right. That you was know. one of the first videos I saw that gave me something. <laughs> 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 and and uh, if I recall right, me and you the same age, you were about 11 or 12. Yeah, yeah. that's great. So you were filling on yourself <laughs> at 11. So everybody who has young kids know what they're going to be I have doing. one more. Jeez. Rex and effects. Uh, just shake your rump, rump shaker. Uh, no, but All but, the women that was in that video. I was watching that video. You guys are not Thank helping, you. Joe. Thank you, guys you are, very much. You guys are not helping the cause, man. Hey, Cousin Lamar, please help us. What's up? <laughs> Do you have a woman you would like to talk about for Women's History Month that might have influenced you, changed your life, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, I got, I got a um, my eighth grade teacher, man. That was the first woman I think I ever fell in love with. Miss Trinidad. You know how, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know how you always talk about them, uh, the Fox News uh, correspondents. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Yeah, well, she she went too far from it, man. She was uh, very inspiring. Really? <laughs> yeah. What did she used to wear to uh, school? Cause you remember? Oh man, it was the, the tightest little mini dress and the you know little wow. 
see-through blouses with the, you know, I don't want to go into too much, you know, detail. They may start asking questions, but uh, yeah, she, <laughs> she was she was nice with it. Man. That's what's up. All right, Cat, uh, who you got, Cat? Um, I don't know if you would consider this woman uh, somebody that uh, is a hero per se, but she's someone I find very interesting. Her name is Miss Doris Payne, and um, she is uh, a jewelry thief, and she has been uh, stealing jewelry since about 1952. So she's had many decades of stealing jewelry. The most amazing jewelry that she stole was a 10 carat diamond ring uh, wow. from Monte Carlo uh, in the 1970s. It was valued at $500,000. And again, this was the 1970s. So she had a pretty uh, rough life because you know, if you live the life of a jewelry thief, you go to jail a lot. However, she was very, very good at what she did. And with apparently steel jewelry so amazing that when she would get back to New York and take it to like, I guess the, the, the Jewish jeweler guys, they wouldn't even believe she was actually stealing it. So they would want to come down and see her work in the jewelry stores. And she would just come in very well dressed, very well spoken African-American woman. She was a little bit older and uh, she was just so good at what she would do, speaking with them and moving the jewelry around back and forth. She says, quote, she never <coughs> stole they just never caught her walking out. Uh, she says she never hid any of the jewelry she stole, and she would even stop at the door and let the camera see her as she walked out. They just didn't notice that she had the jewelry on. So uh, she's actually 87 years old now and serving another five years because she couldn't just stop stealing, y'all. She was arrested in 2015 for stealing Christian Dior earrings out of Macy. So it's just in her blood, but uh, I think that, you know, she's notarized, uh, notarized her notoriety for being an African-American has brought her a little bit of fame. So, Doris Payne, y'all, check her out. She's got a documentary out about her life as well. Uh, a jewel thief. Is that Martin Payne, Mama? Doris Payne? <laughs> let, let me get this right, Kat. Mama Payne, her biscuits. <laughs> You're the woman on this show, and I expect kind of more of you. And you oh, picked a jewel thief to be... Griselda Blanco is like my second hero. Like, I'm, I, maybe I'm the wrong one to ask about. This, but I think they're cool, like badass chicks. I like badass women. So, shout out to Cat. Uh, hey, check this out. All right, International D, who you got, man? Well, it's gonna be a little bit controversial, but I gotta, I gotta put it like it is. You know, I, I, I love them, but I would have to say I, I really want to give a shout out to somebody who, who created somebody that's that's just a genius in my mind. Okay. Doctor, I want to give a shout out to Dr. Dre's mama. I'm going to tell you I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Because I mean without Dre we wouldn't have beats by Dre. Something every every ooga in the world has on their head right now. Uh, I have one on right now. We exactly. See? Nigga, you've been a um, hey D, how you doing? We wouldn't have one of the greatest oh, white lyricists in the world, Eminem. Who would have discovered nobody? But the reason I really want to give a shout out to to his mom because she allowed, she raised a man to come up with such lyrics as, or a song as, bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Damn. <laughs> God damn. damn. I mean, seriously, who raises somebody to come, I mean, that's, that's genius. So shout out to Dr. Dre's mama for that. Damn. Jeez. I played, this is like my theme song when I, when I, I even think about having a thought of my ex-wife, so shout out to Dr. Dre's mama. That's what I'm good one. You know what? You know what? I'm at the point. I'm like, I don't even know how this show is gonna go with Sid and D together. 
But uh, remember, we in the comedy section. Now wait a minute, D. Let me get this right. You're telling me that that your most influ- influential woman for Women's History Month is Dr. Dre because <laughs> his mama, his mama, it's Dr. Dre's mama, mother. Man, this ain't about Dre. She created that man. She raised the man and, and, and taught him the values of you know knowing that bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. So if he learned that at such a young age, I mean, you got to give that woman credit. Yeah, now we're not talking about good wholesome women. We talking about the, the B word now. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot for that, D. Uh, we're off to a great start, and I uh, can't wait to hear what we're gonna mute these mics. Uh, said, gotta say, said, what you got, said? Come on, said. You Influential gotta, you gotta follow D. Said. Uh, you know what? This is he. That's a fucking hard act to follow. Thanks a lot, D. But I think you might appreciate this. You know, I've been thinking about you know what what National Women's Month. You know, yeah. So, I figured on the spur of the moment, what better woman to honor than Dee's ex-wife? Because <laughs> if it wasn't for her, I don't think Dee would ever come up with Uga. We would never been warned to watch out for these fucking Ugas <laughs> and these no-good scallywag-ass hoes if it was not for Dee. That was a great follow-up, scene. And his ex-wife. Dee, you low-key really kind of a genius, man. I don't think you get enough respect on this show. <laughs> I wish you was there to have a seat at the round table. Because D has changed the lives of a lot of men out here. You he saved a lot of people. You guys guys like you and Jab Hussein, y'all gonna change the world. Change the world. <laughs> this I promise you all of our inside the cave audience, this will be the last time we do this. Let me see if I can save this segment. Now, unlike my friends on this show. I am the only one that's cultured. Hey, well, before you save it, can I wreck it even more? I thought you said Superhead. No, you got no some... I was just playing. Oh, God. What you got, man? Um, I mean, we are in the comedy section, right, Joe? We're in the comedy section. Correct. So we can say, you know, our moms, Oprah, Harriet Tubman. But I'm going to go with Joe on this one. I'm going to go back to when I was young, when it all started, the young perverted belly. And I'm going to shout out Vanessa Del Rio. Vanessa Del Rio, the first red bone I fell in love with. She was so thick and red bonish. Hey, hey, quick segue. I, this is a true story, right? Okay. <laughs> so, we was in high school, and you, everybody remember Vibe Magazine, right? Right. Okay. They did some type of special on her in the magazine. She had a little sexual article on Vanessa Del Rio. <laughs> okay. So, y'all ready, whatever. Couple weeks later, I'm out to breakfast with my mom and dad. We had the spot we usually frequent. And we sitting at the table, and there's this lady who was working there. And I looked over and I said, damn, that lady looked like Vanessa Del Rio. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, right? Okay. My mom's neck snapped so fast. How your mom know who Vanessa And my dad looked at me and was like, <laughs> Dropped down my pocket. And she said, oh, how the fuck do you know who that is? <laughs> oh, she was in the magazine, the Vibe magazine, it's a rap, rap, rap magazine. Mama, what you tell you? <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Um, so, so shout out my uncle for putting me on the Vanessa Del Rio. All right. Hey, uh, Sid, can you turn that light on for me real quick? What, this one? Yeah. All right. Uh, check this out. Like now you can save us. Unlike, unlike everybody else, I am cultured. Oh, jeez, you guys really kind of messed us up, but 
This is not the way the segment was supposed to go. We were really supposed to talk about influential women. So I'm going to say this. What's wrong with no that? Was Them women are influential. Right, In Vogue, not influential. Didn't you see the video giving them something he can feel? Vanessa right. Del Rio. All right. Uh, All the women take, in the room second video. Right now. All right, check this out. So... Now you guys know how I am. I uh I love women. I love hoes in all different area codes. What? I love. I do. I love women. I love big big women, tall women, short women, small no, no, women, no, fat guys. women. No, but you don't. You a goddamn lie. Hey, check. Now that's true. I love women. I think women Anorexic are. women. I love women. <laughs> now let me ask you this: With all the women that you just named off, how many of them would you actually fuck? Big ones, small ones. <laughs> Like I said, there's a place. My man downstairs is aroused by all different types of women. But when I was 12 years old, because unlike you guys, I am cultured. I went to a play when I was 12 years old and I went to see the Wiz. And this woman changed my life. See, I love all type of women. But when I saw Stephanie Mills for the first time playing Dorothy, at that time in my life, I said, I got to. Get me a small woman just like her. Stephanie Mills changed my life. If it wasn't for Stephanie Mills, I wouldn't have the kids I have now because I thought Stephanie Mills at 12 years old was the most beautiful woman in the world. Now, Stephanie Mills is four foot nine. My wife is five foot two. You dig what I'm saying? I went out and found me a Stephanie Mills. Name, Stephanie Mills. Name one of her songs. You're putting a rush on me. Name another. She's putting a uh, brush on you, all right? Uh, uh, I learned to respect the power of love. Classic. The Her and Teddy Pendergrass got us this song. Feel me. Feel the fire. Come on, I love Stephanie Mills. So what's wrong with Joe's giving him something he can feel? I'm just saying. Uh, right. Joe, that, that's me. Right. That's me. Stephanie Mills changed my life. I want to give a shout out to Stephanie Mills. Love to have you on Inside the Cave. All right. I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, if she goes back in our catalog, she gonna realize that's ain't the place for her. <laughs> yeah, thanks to you fan. guys. Nah, Turn that down a little bit. What you say, Kat? You did a good job. Yeah, man. I love Stephanie Mills, man. Like these guys. All right, let's get into this news, rumors, gossip, and reality with Kat. News, rumors, gossip, and reality with Kat on Inside the Cave. Doing it big right now, Kat. Um, all right, we're going to start off with your boy, Cat Williams. He has been having a very difficult 2016. Now, I do want to remind you that he's a comedian. He's been in a few movies, Friday After Next, Norbit. Uh, he's currently on his conspiracy theory tour. Um, like I said, this, this month has been very interesting. Uh, starting back in February, he was arrested at a pool store in Atlanta, Georgia on battery charges after an employee told police that Williams punched him in the face. Um, when the police arrived, they found Cat Williams outside of the pool store laying on the ground with his hands behind his back as though he was ready <laughs> to go to jail. Uh, so that's how his February ended. And uh, as of March 1st, he began to kind of call out Kevin Hart. He called him a puppet. He also, by the mid-month, called Chris Rock a coon. Uh, as of last week, however, a young lady by the name of Jamila Majesty, uh, I guess, was at his house and used his private bathroom, and he became extremely enraged. He assaulted her and the group of women that were there with her. She suffered broken ribs, a split uh, tendon, and facial scarring. So as of last week, he had just 
dealt with that incident. And two days ago, comedian Red Grant posted a video that shows Cat Williams playing soccer with the children he claims were in his neighborhood. Uh, he had words with one of the bigger kids and uh, they both were talking trash to each other. Cat Williams ended the game abruptly and the boy continues to taunt Cat Williams. Uh, eventually, Cat Williams just sucker punches the boy and uh, chokes, and the child chokes him out. So the kid um, defended himself, I guess. And the way the kid said in his interview, he basically said like Cat Williams was egging him on to hit him. He was like, he told me to hit, he told me hit me. And he's like, I'm not gonna hit you. So once he got sucker punched, the kid went ahead and put them in a, a chokehold. And apparently, this child had about two and a half years of wrestling training from school. So. Uh, he actually just kind of choked him out and Cat Williams was saying that, you know, the story is true up until the point where he felt like uh, he was being set up. He felt like the child was kind of taunting him and he didn't want, you know, he said basically he asked the kids like, where are your parents at? Where, what are you doing out here? He was trying to be the adult with the situation and the kid just kept talking uh, I mean, he's just having a rough month, y'all. I mean, what? What? He's been having a rough life. He's been arrested about 19 times between now and 2014. Well, I think sorry, I think you just said it best. <laughs> you I think can't you can't reply to nothing. You, <laughs> I think, you told all stuff. Yeah, I think you said it best, Cat. <laughs> I get. Uh, who said? Who told Cat Williams to kill himself and start over? Nah, I did. Okay, well, I guess that's about it with Cat Williams. Anybody else got something to say about Cat Williams? Kill his permits, dog. Kill his permits. <laughs> he said he, he carrying right. that. Go ahead. He oh, was... I miss, did I miss he, Keys on the side? Happening, guys. Like, his fans still believe in him. People still love him. Do you think that his behavior, he's claiming that this is like a conspiracy, that people are out to get him? Hollywood is out to get him. He said he was riding around in his neighborhood. Well, he stayed in a project. Right. <laughs> Hey, hey, it was Cat Williams that guy that was on that tip drill video that told that girl if I if I if I come in you I'll suck it out. Who was the... No, that was Lil Duval. That was Lil Duval said that? Yeah, that one Cat Ain't Williams. Ain't nobody ever said that no shit like that. You ain't seen that on the video? Uh, <laughs> oh, I, okay. I think that was Lil Duval. No, okay. I thought no. that was Cat Williams. No, no. I'm gonna tell you what I told said. After watching the full footage of that video, the thing that tripped me out was nobody was like trying to whoop Cat Williams' ass for punching the kid. They was trying to be his friend and shit. So that's how you know society's so fucked up. I think those were those Mexicans and shit. Yeah. Mexicans and blacks, some man, Mexican that, and black, black that others. He doing ain't natural, man. He, nah. he crying out for help. He wants somebody to step in and say, man, look, we here to help you. Right. Man, right, right. right he got a drug, he got a drug problem. Yeah, he got a drug but, problem. But how they, how they didn't go help the shorty though? He a kid, but they, they running at him though. Right. But hey, but they ain't say like, man, that's a kid, cat. How you gonna? Nah, they like, hey, nah, what's up, cat man? The homie, the homie had it. The homie had it. <laughs> hey, but you saw the interview. The man had a hoodie on and everything during the interview. Hey, uh, what cat else you got, cat? The L's for the light skinned people this year. Shout out, cat. What else you got, cat? <laughs> Uh, Beyonce <laughs> takes a picture with a family member. And now we're talking. Now her relative is famous. This uh, young lady's name is Kristen Douglas. She's Beyonce's cousin. Uh, two weeks ago, Beyonce was at a funeral in Texas, her uncle Skip's funeral in Texas, and took a picture with two Damn, of her cousins, Kelsey and Kristen Douglas, who are sisters. Uh, recently, uh, the picture was released of Kristen. Uh, taking a picture with Beyonce and her sister looking very curvaceous, if you will. Just say it uh, like it so is, Kat. That girl got an ass on her. Yeah, 
yeah. He was yeah. making sexy. So uh, she says that she went to uh, TMZ. She was on TMZ Live and she was saying she's finding fame now. She went from 3,000 Twitter followers to 80,000 Twitter followers. She's been asked by promoters to make appearances at nightclubs. Cat, what you think about that ass? Because <laughs> um, somebody here said her ass better than yours. Ooh. It's awesome. It probably, I mean, it probably is. Beyonce's family has wonderful jeans. This is uh, her mother's side of the family. Ralph Lauren got nice jeans too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are hitting on her now, guys. They didn't say how old she was, but they said she is a nurse and she has an 18 year old daughter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but Cat, right. what you think about that ass, though? I know what us guys think about that ass, but Cat, what you think about that ass? When you saw that blue dress, absolutely beautiful. That dress, that dress was perfect for her. She looked absolutely fabulous. So, what about the other girl? The other girl was uh, fine as hell. She knew. She didn't have that ass, though. She might have that ass the way she was standing, though. She wasn't exposing that ass. That's a difference. That's her sister Kelsey, and yes, they they have found fame from being Beyonce's cousin. Now, International D, I know how you feel about. Black women. Now, what'd you think about when you saw that ass on uh, Beyonce's cousin or step cousin or whatever? She Thank you, Sid. <laughs> it, it, it don't matter, man. I mean, look, I'm, you know, I'm more confused about you talking about that ass. Like you would even tackle that ass. That's not even something that's, that's too not much even your right. Why are you worried about me? <laughs> Damn, <laughs> brother, I'm just hosting the show, man. That's all I'm doing. I'm just Check asking. Man, look, look, you wouldn't even handle one of her thighs, dog. Look, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I'll do. That's too much ass for CBD. Bubble bath ass. Hashtag worried about me. Hashtag belly tight. Rose petal What you got against Juicy Fads and Big Booty? I love him. What you talking about? He just said he likes Stephanie Mills. How you gonna go from Stephanie Mills to thick ass? I told you guys that. Four nine to five nine. My man downstairs loves all type of women, but I got a certain place in my heart for five three and five three and smaller. Understood. Right. Understood. Right. Zero waste. There you go. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Lettuce wrap eating ass. <laughs> she knew hey, what she was doing hey, with that CB, picture. See, the face I make when I see a dumbass Uber is the same face he make when he walked past Lane Bryant in the mall. <laughs> Damn. Nah, that's not. No hey, one. that's not true, D. That's, very that, true. that's not true, D. Don't say that. Shit. All right. Hey, 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 cuz, you want to comment on Beyonce's cousin ass or you done with this? Man, y'all trying to get me in trouble. Y'all know I'm a married man. I ain't got shit to say about that ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> look, look, look at the faces you're making. <laughs> I just show you what's on my screen now. How about that? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right, what else you got, Cat? Where the dog at? Uh, dog is, uh, he'll be here later on. Cleaning out the kennel. Yeah. What what you? He went to Uncle Flip funeral. This is making skip. What you got, Cat? Uh, according to NBC News, a flight attendant um, has tried to smuggle some cocaine into the United States. So apparently, Marsha Gay Reynolds, a 32-year-old former Jamaican beauty queen and JetBlue stewardess, surrendered to uh, authorities on Wednesday in New York and was charged with possession of cocaine with the intent to distribute. Uh, flight attendants usually are bypass bag screening, but uh, she was chosen for a random one that just so happened that day and became visibly nervous, authorities said, when they uh, began to walk her toward the screening area. She made a phone call in a foreign language and kind of started lagging back. And then when they looked back again, she dropped her bag, took off her designer shoes and ran up a down escalator. 
Inside the bag was 11 bricks of cocaine wrapped in uh, green plastic, clothes, a package of Magnum condoms, and $5.38 in cash. Uh, Marshall McLean, the president of Los Angeles Airport Peace Officers Association, says screening all employees is feasible since uh, major airports are already doing it. He also continued that they're going to begin to start uh, implementing it everywhere and also extra security by where the flight attendants exit the plane to prevent them from being able to run like this young lady was able to do. So I guess we'll be finding out soon what her sentencing will be. Oh, she getting, she getting, she getting some time. Sometimes yeah, yeah. federal to that man. Ain't, that ain't man. smuggling. She is. How much money she had in her briefcase? Five dollars. Man, I ain't even enough for the Wi-Fi fee. You smuggle. It didn't, it didn't say how much money, but no, it said she had five dollars and thirty-eight cent in cash in that briefcase. She bought condoms. She used them condoms. Yeah. <laughs> there was eleven bricks of cocaine and Ooh. a package of that ain't smuggling. Uh, Magnum oh. condoms. Mm-hmm. You you smuggle eleven a, bricks of cocaine. You smuggle a dime bag, not eleven bricks. Yeah, no. <laughs> you don't smuggle no. You traffic it. She thought she was Johnny Depp from Blow. Hey, but <laughs> hey, but dude well, said. One thing is for sure, she obviously knew what. Maybe she, I, I'm guessing she's done this before because she's trying it really, and then she knew when to drop her bag and run and try oh, to make a getaway. So he must have promised her some dick. You know, doing this for many. What the hell she was gonna go to? You bring them, you well, bring them bricks. Actually, I'm gonna give you actually, some. This happened in Los Angeles, and Pick so she ran rubbers. quick enough to get to the other side of the airport and hop a plane. She was to, Jamaican, so you know they're pretty fast. They said she was a former track star too. I seen it on the news. Last. Crack star, <laughs> crack star too. A track star and a crack hey, star. She looked pretty good though. She's a former beauty queen. Yeah. You can't have an ugly beauty queen. You know what? She probably was trying to pay off that. Uh, she was going to be a nurse or something, right? She's going to nursing well, school. She was a nurse. She was a nurse. She was pay off her house. Maybe she's trying to pay them bills off. Uh, so, so D, is she a Uga or is she just a loyal woman? How you know she loyal? Loyal? She working for somebody? Yeah, she how somebody you know she wasn't, this wasn't her hobby. How you know this wasn't her hustle? Yeah, she could been a trap queen. Mm, who's that? I think she hustling and everything, but she a Uga for doing some dumbass shit like that, man. Because the risk, the risk ain't worth it, man. And then, oh. then her dumbass gonna sit there and take her shoes off and start running. Through a damn down a damn up the, up the wrong way on the escalator. That's Uga right there. You dumb as hell. Your ass should have fell on your face. Man, she wasn't even able to use the rubbers either. She can use even use the condoms, D. He was gonna give us some. Yeah, that, that's true. He was gonna okay. give us some for bringing in eleven bricks. Made up, pick the rubbers up too. Yeah, you gotta respect her that for that though. At least she came prepared though. <laughs> she needs to have some running shoes for her dumb ass. Well, yeah, but well, she ain't gonna be able to use that motherfucker now. She can't use shit. Eleven bricks, boy. All right, what That's else a you lot got? Money. What else you got, cat? Uh, two sad stories. The first of the saddest, Spice Dog of the Duo Tribe Call Quest. Uh, his real name was Malik Taylor. He passed away this past Tuesday in his home at age 45 from complications resulting from diabetes. He underwent a kidney transplant. Uh, in 2008, he received a kidney from his wife. Uh, however, it failed and he needed another one by 2012. He said uh, in a documentary beats rhymes in life directed by michael rapaport he says in 2001 that this battle with diabetes is is, is a really a sickness and that he said that it's straight up like drugs i'm addicted to sugar so he had been battling since 1990 with diabetes he leaves a wife and children um 
my my sadness about this is black men are dying so quickly personally i know many from you know cancer diabetes illnesses and these are young men you know 32 34 uh five dog was only 45 uh you all it is imperative that black men go to the hospital you have to go get screened even if it's on your birthday every year go see the doctor to find out because we are losing so many of you guys so quickly so many of the hip hop community has died this year and it makes me very very afraid for you guys so uh, again five dog of a tribe called quest passed away this week at 45 what's your best uh, tribe called quest song man left my wallet in Elsa Gundo electric relaxation yeah, that's what I'm about to say. I was just thinking the same thing. That yeah. was the shit. Yeah. Apple button. I, I remember going, coming to school every morning with a guy named Kevin Banks. You guys remember that guy, Kevin Banks? That was your best. Never heard. Kevin <laughs> Kevin Banks used to play Tribe Called Quest the whole ride from the time he picked me up to the time we got to school. So Fife Dog was definitely. Hey, did you talk about Gary Shandler yet? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, we gonna do a rap cipher at the end of the show. Can I kick story, it? We do have a comedian Gary uh, Shandling actually died on Thursday uh, at 66 years old. Uh, it's still unsure his cause of death because many say that they saw him in good health with Kathy Griffin, another comedian, a week ago. Uh, however, they probably believe it was a heart attack. He is survived by one brother in Arizona. Larry Sanders uh, was on HBO uh, in 1996. Uh, I'm sorry, 1986. And uh, he received 18 Emmys for uh, the show that he had there, the Gary Sandling show. He also uh, wrote that for Sanford and Sons and Welcome Back, Cotton. 18. Hey, you know, uh, the reason why this is a big story to me, because I got this thing called Antenna TV, and Johnny Carson come on every night, Monday through Friday at 11 o'clock. And so I'm watching. Antenna TV? Yeah. What does that say? It's, well, it's, it's on like regular TV. You don't have to have cable for it. But anyway, I'm watching Johnny Carson and uh, it's like a yeah, it's a regular channel. But anyway, it's like Bounce TV and all that stuff. But anyway, I'm watching it and then it was the episode. <laughs> it was an episode where Shanling was on there and Shanling and I'm like, God, that dude was funny as hell. He's actually yeah, he hosting, hosting that shit. And I just saw that shit like last week when they did it. And all of a sudden he died because I really went up. I mean, I knew he was in uh with Nutty Professor and shit like that, but. I was like, his man. show was funny. Man. The Larry Sanders show, the Gary Shandling show. If it wasn't for him, we would never, we would never be a Gary Sanders. That's why I was just about to say. He had his own show, the Gary Sanders. Yeah, that's why I was just about to say, Cat. Like, yeah, he was. He yeah, was. We would have never seen a Jerry Seinfeld had it not been yeah. for him. He was like that. He wrote. He wrote for, uh, you know, very popular shows in the seventies. He had a very long career, and it is, uh, like I said, another sad loss uh, in Hollywood. That's a movie recently. I want to say like Captain America. Yeah, he was. He was in Captain America. Cause he had this show. Remember Tracy Ullman? No, I remember yeah, Tracy Ullman. Yeah, the Gary Shandler show was funny as hell. Yeah, uh, hey, I gotta speak on this too. Um, I was, um, <laughs> fuck you, Sid. <laughs> hey, what was that episode thirteen when I told y'all uh, let us smoke? Mm -hmm. nah, I don't remember. Episode All right, yeah, I, I gotta take that back. Um, because I was watching Johnny Carson and I was chewing on one of those uh, edible brownies. Oh, I, sw I swear, bro, I swear. It was Johnny Carson's last three shows where he was uh, inter he was interviewing Ahmad Rashad. I told I told the old lady about this. He was interviewing Ahmad Rashad right ninety two right before the ninety two Olympics, and I swear I heard Johnny Carson ask Ahmad Rashad, "What's up with Lamar Odom and Kardashian?" 
You was just high, dog. <laughs> I swear. Yeah, you was high. I swear. Don't yeah, ever offer me them edibles. <laughs> right. I swear. Don't ever bring them to a get together. I swear. Right. Kill yourself and stuff. Yeah, you right. So. You sure it was just weed in there? Turn your TV off and start over. Kill yourself and start over. I said, I was watching them like, did Johnny Carson just ask Amar Rashad about Lamar Odom? I was no, like, that was the edible brownie. And I was like, you know what? Enough of this stuff. So I, in episode 13, <laughs> I had a campaign. <laughs> So I'm gonna let us smoke. I'm not standing by that no Don't more. Let you smoke, so I'm I'm done with I it. Am. What would you do over a blunt? <laughs> right. That was just the edible. All right. Let us eat. All right. Seven. All right. Let's get into this international D's Uga of the week. Let's describe a certain female. Let's describe a certain female. Let's describe a certain female. The definition of Uga is pretty much an ignorant, uh, uh, unattractive. Not knowing how to act, individual, and it can usually be of a certain persuasion. Female with a disease of character and attitude, if you will, a snob. However, some ghetto chick from the west side, south side of Chicago. <laughs> and how many of these ghetto chicks have you slept with? <laughs> my memory doesn't jog back that far. Once again, you said women aren't what? Ain't shit. What's my favorite word? And these are the opinions strictly of What you got, brother? Yeah, man. So. You know, it's political season right now. You know, we got all these, you know, guys running right now, especially the, the retards. And, and we got a bunch of retards wanting to vote for certain retards. So can't. Uh, it's going to be, I got 23,000 Ugas right now. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 23,000 people signed a peti- petition to allow guns at the upcoming GOP convention in Cleveland at Quicken Loans Arena. Whoa. What? I didn't hear that. dumbasses. You see what's going on around the world right now, and then y'all want to sign a petition to have open carry at a damn political convention. Like, why? Because you're worried about people protesting? <laughs> it, from what I've seen so far, what I've talked about earlier, it seemed like the damn uh, Republican supporters are the ones that's out there hitting, sucker-punching people. But yeah, you feel like you need to have the guns? At a con- that's just dumb as hell. Hey, so D, you're proving the point that Ugas just don't have to be black people, right? I'm not the one who said that dumb shit. Nah, that's the, <laughs> hey, you said that 90% said, of the you, time. Remember, this, this might throw my percentages off because I said about 94% of the time <laughs> it is, but, you know, when you got 23,000 idiots, you know, want to carry guns, at, you know, as what's supposed to be a peaceful political event, you know, it's just <laughs> dumb. And they, and they get a lot of, uh, you know, push with this. This is ridiculous. The NRA, you know, they, they eating it up because, you know, they selling guns. Well, they about to start the purge. Well, okay. <laughs> Yeah, right. According to uh, the people on the right, they say guns don't kill people. People kill people. Yeah, okay. Well, it's going to be a whole bunch of people trying to kill people at this damn event. <laughs> and then, you know what? I mean, that's just, that's, that's really ridiculous. But you, you know what, what? D, this, you're this right, though. Into something. Excuse you're, me? You're right, though, because the way those Trump rallies are going, if all those people have guns, that one guy said, the next time we ought to kill them. So now that they had guns there, you might be on the sun, bro. Seriously, you exactly. Might. And then let's 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 take a moment to think about what's going on in the world right now. It ain't just the retarded Republicans out there. You have open carry or whatever. Look at the events that just happened at the Brussels, you know, airport right now. You know, right. you know, my heart goes out to those people in, in the country of Belgium. That's that was that's horrible. So now you want to, you know, Americans. I don't know if we got comfortable with what's going on, you know, and, and the fact that we haven't had any real attacks on our soil lately. But you know, 
we think it's okay for within our country to carry guns and everything, but you know, it's not just us, you know, or these these idiots that want to, you know, these Republicans that want to bring the guns in there. You don't know what's bringing guns in there, you know, or what's any kind of weapon. So it's just dumb, you most, know. Just the weapons, period. You know, eliminate that. Yeah, most of the terrorists are within our own uh, country any damn way. For real. Exactly. They're recruiting people, and then you know they're being, you know, the ideologies are being put in these people's heads. So. You don't know what's walking around. These people were walking around in the airport with luggage, you know, right. and then this is what happened. So, you know, what do you think is going to happen at, at, a, at, a, at a political convention for the president of the United States? Right. It's just, it's, it's really sad what's going on in well, America. Well, the right only now. thing I can say about that, D, I'm glad that if it does turn out to be a shootout at the GOP, I wasn't going to vote for none of them motherfuckers anyway. So, <laughs> who cares? But, hey, D, that was a good one. Appreciate that Ugo of the Week, brother. That was good. Hey, we got a good show today coming up. Frugal Tips, the question of the day, country rap tune, and we're going to do a quick sports update, but nothing more important than that. We got attorney Tiffany Simmons coming in to answer your emails, and we'll be right back with more Inside the Cave. You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Films.